Hi, everybody. It is Dr. Dre, your health bay, and I am so excited to have an amazing guest with me today that I've been waiting to interview for a very long time. He is not only a rock star in his normal everyday life, but he actually plays guitar. He's a chiropractor, a mentor, a huge advocate for all things health, and absolutely someone that I look up to and aspire to be more like Dr. Billy DeMoss. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing phenomenal. How are you? Good, good. This man has led several crusades of health, and I'm so excited to be talking about his product line. He's come up with a CBD line, and so that's what we'll be talking about today. The misconception of all the different drugs now that are out there and that have a holistic and a health kind of benefit to them. CBD is, I would assume, like one of the most common now. And so let's start off by talking about what CBD is. Perfect. Well, first off, let's handle the initial question. Drugs versus a plant-based phytonutrient is the way I like to look at it. A drug is something that's chemically synthesized in a lab. It's usually out of petroleum-based products. It usually has multiple horrific side effects. And an herb is something that God put on the planet. And the, we use plants a lot to balance chemistry, whether we realize it or not. But that's where we get our vitamins or nutrients and uh, a lot of enzymes and things by eating healthy foods. So I like to look at using CBD and all the other endocannabinoids or phytocannabinoids. Endocannabinoids are things like 2-AG, which is a 2-arachidonylglycerol. And then there's also anandamide, which are naturally occurring endocannabinoids, which are there to balance out the newly discovered, well, it wasn't newly discovered, it was 1987, we discovered a system called the endocannabinoid dis, uh, system which is really the master system of the body. I mean, most chiropractors and, and most people think that the nervous system is the master controller, but really the endocannabinoid system even controls the nervous system. So that's why it's so important for us to balance out the endocannabinoid system by using phytocannabinoids, which means they come from plants, and not just cannabis. There's other plants that have it too, but not in the same concentration. Uh, and the reason a lot of us have endocannabinoid deficiency is because of the fact that we live in a very stressful situation. And a lot of people's diet isn't probably where it's at. We have a deficiency of mega-3s. So there's a lot of things that contribute to that endocannabinoid deficiency and hence that's why most of us need to supplement with some type of cannabis product. Now the big question I know you're probably going to ask this a little bit is about THC but we'll I'll let you answer that. Yeah yeah bit. for sure and I feel like what you're talking about it has to do really with like you said, all food and what we're putting into our bodies because of how farming is now versus back in the day or even what we used to eat as far as when we couldn't go to the grocery store and it was up to us to hunt and forage and eat these plants and get these nutrients. Obviously, food nowadays is not nutrient dense like it was before. And so, yes, I think it's super important that we need to be supplementing our bodies with the things that it actually needs, but we can't find in food anymore. Right. So, yeah, that does bring me to our second question. A lot of people ask me this when I do talk about CBD products and they're wanting to know, so can you actually actually get high from those type of products? Great question. Now that depends on the product you're ingesting and you can ingest it either 
orally. You could probably vaporize it or smoke it. But the big factor happens to be whether it has THC in it, or Delta-9 THC, which is tetrahydrocannabinol, uh, which is the active ingredient in cannabis that gets you high. But again, there's different plants that have varying levels of THC in it. So you'll see everything from no THC to full-blown like hybrids that are now upwards of 30% THC. That's the ones that are going to get you super high. And products that we sell have to legally be under a limit of 0.3% THC to be sold with, you know, otherwise you'd have to sell it in a dispensary. And so hence, you're not going to get any psychoactive effect from that minimal amount of THC. Other big consideration is CBD cannabidiol is uh, also going to mitigate the effects of THC. So if you have a typically have a ratio of one to one CBD to THC, typically you're not supposed to get high, even though sometimes I feel like I do a little bit. <laughs> uh, and again, I'm getting high for some people might be a benefit if sure. you're going through some type of depressive state or something that you need increased creativity for, whether it's music or art or visualizing. It's, it's I think that's what THC is really good for, really enhancing right brain activity, at least for me. But yeah, it gets a bad rap, but I think that's been something that's been perpetuated by an industry, whether it was an alcohol, tobacco industry, it could have been a medical profession wanted to get rid of it because it's got so many positive medical benefits right. or health benefits. I don't even say, I don't, I don't even like using the word medical, health benefits. And again, when you have any products that are going to go against the uh, medical cartel and its monopoly on health, then they're going to, you know... Veto it. Veto it. Yeah. And you're going to uh, vilify it. Ooh, I like it. Yep. Yeah, vilify yeah. the, you know, they call it the evil weed and, it, you know, it causes all this crazy mental activity, which is all, you know, reefer madness stuff that we went through when we were kids. And I think more than anything, that gave us more curiosity to even try it than, mm -hmm. try it. you know, that's the problem with the war on drugs. It's going to like... But, and again, it's not a drug, it's an herb, it's a plant. Right, so right. it's, it's the other thing people need to get over. So the answer to your question is you have to look at the amount of THC that's in the product to discern whether or not you're going to get high from it. And, you know, there's different edibles that have varying levels of anywhere from 2.5 milligrams of THC upwards of, I guess, 25. I don't like edibles because it's not something that's not controllable mm -hmm. to me. So I've learned to stick to the old methods and use vaporize vaporization using a vaporizer without all the harmful byproducts of smoke so right well and and that brings me to the cbd is actually the real benefit and the thc what do you think that has a benefit when they add that or is it more of like the pleasure side of just putting that in the product to get that side effect no thc's got a amazing huge benefits especially with cancer a lot of times when people are going through chemo they have problems with uh appetite so i've, I've had patients that were you know against my recommendations doing chemo and radiation and they had no appetite and then you give them some of the, the chocolates with the thc in them and then they're ravishly eating again so oh, interesting because you get gives you the munchies it affects mm -hmm. the appetite centers in the brain but it's also really good for killing cancer cells so THC has many, many health benefits. It's whether or not the person can weather the storm or they like the storm or the, the psychoactive effects. But like if somebody's got cancer, they got to do this, uh, the THC, to, in my opinion. But if you don't like the high, then what we've come up with is suppositories, which will bypass the liver so it doesn't get processed and you're not going to get high from the suppositories, which is a 
really good for things like colon cancer, uterine cancer, cervical cancer, uh, prostate cancer is a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really good f- as f- for balancing the entire endocannabinoid system. I just have noticed really good results with the suppositories on health issues that are more in the lower quadrant uh, of their body, i.e. the abdomen, rectal area, prostate area, etc. Right. That's really interesting. You would think the people who don't enjoy, I guess, the effects of the THC, I mean, the majority of medications and even pain medications like opioids, they're going to get that high type of feeling anyways. So why not take something that's better for them and that can actually have some sort of health benefit? Sure. I think what it is, and even for me, I think what I've noticed even more as I've gotten older is you, a certain degree of paranoia when I do it. So, And also, I think I get overly self-critical of myself sometimes when I overthink things too much. So, I mean, I really grew up in the 70s and it was something that, you know, being a surfer and a musician was something that was just part of my lifestyle. And, and back then, I didn't have those issues, I think. As I've gotten older, I think it's either my tolerance or my brain thinks too much now these days compared to when I was an 18-year-old surfer getting high back in the day. Yeah, right. Or you just you're learning more, so <clears throat> you're more yeah, yeah, you're yeah. more conscious of like. Or you know what I think it is too? I think the weed today is completely different than it was when I was growing up. Yeah, we didn't have 30 percent. I mean, I think the pot back then was probably three percent THC, and now we're seeing 10 times. I mean, you'd have one hit of pot today, and you're literally high as a kite. At least I am. So yeah, you know. So you got to be careful, in my opinion. Interesting. So you mentioned how you take it and you like to vape. What are all the different types of Now, let me, sp- let me sp- clarify vape. Sure. So I don't like the pens uh-huh. because I don't trust what's in it. Right. I like getting organic buds or the flower of the plant and grinding that and then putting it in a vaporizer that accommodates that. So that way I know what's in it. It's not mm-hmm. going to be some freaked out, you know. Crack pipe. Toxic, toxic, <laughs> toxic oils. Sure. Like uh, so you do you have oils and creams and like what are the different types of products that you offer? How can people be using these? Okay, so we have the topicals. Uh, we have a cooling and calming blend. The calming's really, really, really good for skin. Like I was just snowboarding this weekend, and to replenish the oils in my skin, I put that on. Also, relieve sunburn. It's good for really aches and pains too. But I think the one for mus- muscular. I don't think I know the musculoskeletal uh, salve that we have is the cooling blend, mm. which is really good for if your muscles are tight or you've got pain in the muscles before surfing and before snowboarding i'll always put it on my neck and low back sometimes even my knees and ankles and it just makes you feel more gumby Mm -hmm. uh, because it's lowering inflammation in those areas so it's giving you more range of motion then then we have tinctures which you take and you i I like to have you put it under your tongue Mm -hmm. so you get submucosal absorption and hold it there upwards of two minutes. That's great for balancing out the endocannabinoid system. We'll probably talk about the benefits in a minute. And I personally think everybody could benefit by taking those. Mm -hmm. We have stronger tinctures for somebody that has more like critical stuff, whether it's cancer or pre-Alzheimer's kind of stuff, or PTSD or anxiety. So I have really strong concentrations that they actually come in a syringe. Oh, wow. Yep. And we can we, we can couple that together. Um, I love that you're talking about all your products, but also like what we use them for, you know, all the things that you're mentioning, all the ailments and like what they're good for. And especially like with me in the military community, PTSD is huge. So um, tinctures, you have tinctures for that. Tinctures. 
stronger concoctions in this in the syringes uh and then we have gummies too people love especially for kids kids to chill the f out a little bit you know? <laughs> i like and it moms love it and then i think that's basically all the the forms you can take it in that's it that's great yeah. so do you have any um patient stories or personal stories of how these type of products have helped you or changed someone's life well i mentioned the fact the lady with cancer and i've got Amazing cancer stories. I mean, I've had two patients recently that were diagnosed with prostate cancer that didn't go the medical route. And I mean, their their PSA was through the roof. I, I mean, I want to say it was like 2000 or something. And then by doing the CBD products, they were doing the rectal suppositories, which actually had THC in them. Uh, they were also doing the Beamer here, the new hyperbaric. They were getting adjusted, saw their uh, PSA numbers just plummet back to normal. Oh, that's amazing. And the doctors were literally blown away by the results because they I mean they were recommended to do all this toxic chemo and radiation stuff so but you got to do it right you got to also clean up the diet you can't it's not just like you go in and let them kill you with radiation you got to really work on upregulating your own function in your body as like i say chiropractic is the most misunderstood biohack on the planet most people look at it as like well it's just for back pain no it's about getting your body to function at a higher level not yes. a higher level than normal it's just that we're so subluxated and out of alignment we have so much nerve irritation that our bodies don't function at anywhere near where they should so the cannabis coupled with improving lifestyle and meditation which is part of lifestyle uh, there's a lot of things that you can do outside the medical monopoly other than chemo and radiation and mammograms and all the things that we've been kind of led to believe are the gold standard when in reality it's just the old school holds on to what they got and they don't want any alternatives in there because it's competition to their almighty dollar and again most people like myself don't do this just for money we do it because we love to help people and we want to almost in a sense fight the system because the system is so corrupt basically there's a depopulation agenda on the planet i don't know if people know about that but we'll maybe talk about that on a subsequent podcast or something but no, it's true. And um, it's it's actually one of the reasons why I started this podcast, because I think not enough people are willing to. And I also think this has changed since COVID. But I think not enough people are willing to do their own research or look something up. And so who are they taking advice of? They're seeing commercials. They're seeing the medical system, which don't get me wrong. I am in the medical system been an EMT in the military for over 23 years. And there's a time and a place for that type of intervention. But yeah, I mean, who are they getting advice from? And since COVID, I do feel like a lot of people have now started asking the questions and taking more interest in their own health. And really, that's that's my mission with this podcast is to interview people like you who are highly educated on certain topics that I just feel like we need to share with people who have this misconception of, especially CBD, because the more I talk about it, the more people are like, oh, so you want to get high? And I'm like, what? Like whenever I talk about the benefits or, hey, have you tried this or whatever? So it's really interesting at where people's headspaces are. Right. And I mean, we understand why it's that way, because the system has really kind of vilified cannabis and the benefits to it. And it's, again, that's another misunderstood, like I've had people People that said they would never do drugs and I'm but then they're taking friggin' a bunch of prescription medications. I'm thinking, well shit, pot's way more innocuous to the body and less, you know, 
toxic to the body than the crap that they're taking. Right. You know? And they probably their problems could be rectified by, again, CBD and, and the other endo or phytocannabinoids, so whether it's CBG or CBN, there's like we, we continue to discover new uh, phytocannabinoids. It's just people have this kind of, and the same mindset they have about chiropractic, not so much as they used to, like you had said, mm-hmm. people are starting to wake up and see the light, you know, and they're starting to do their own research, which is good. And that's one of the good things out of COVID that came about it that, you know, you if you don't do the research, you're going to get selected off the planet eventually, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Because that's what COVID was all just a big, another depopulation agenda promoting of said vaccine, which is only meant to basically kill you over time by causing hypercoagulation of your blood from all the spike proteins that your body. Right. Which we're seeing a lot of now. Yeah, we are. It's interesting because you, you know, my listeners, I'm going to put a picture of you up, but (laughs) I can't see how fit you are. You live a very healthy lifestyle. You're a surfer. You're constantly outside grounding and taken in the sun and all the great things for you. And so because of your healthy lifestyles and because you're so conscious of like what you put in your body, is that something that had to do with you starting your own CBD line? Like what kind of inspired that? Well, I'd be honest with you. I was always into cannabis since the seventies. I mean, and I would literally, when I was 21, 22, I would grow cannabis in my spare bedroom, which wasn't smart. Because back then, I would have went to probably prison. Uh-huh. But I just, I, as a kid, even as a kid growing up, I, even though I was like as young as five, I would grow corn and squash. You know, I was always into growing stuff. And then when I got introduced to cannabis, I was I was blown away. It was, it's one of the most beautiful plants you'll ever see, in my opinion. And it grows faster than any other plant on the planet. So that's another thing that you're getting from the planet. You're getting that freaking amazing energy that it has. Because there's no plant on the planet that can really photosynthesize at the same level that cannabis can. So it's a high energy plant. It's beautiful. It's fun to grow. And then when this whole medical cannabis thing came around, I, I kind of like, I, I thought it was a joke, you know, because I really, you know, I, you know, I smoked pot for years and I never understood why people needed this like prescription or crutch to get their freaking, get their weed, you know, I was like, dude, well, you just go to a freaking restaurant. There's always somebody at restaurants smoke pot. <laughs> You know, I don't know what restaurants you go to. Well, <laughs> I used to work in restaurants, and that's the way it all. Every restaurant I worked at, it was that way. There was always somebody that was stealing some substance. Another, you know? <laughs> uh, but I, I, I never really understood it. And then I started doing the research on all the. And there's more research on cannabis and its medical benefits than any other drug or herb or anything on the planet. There's just tons and tons of research continually coming out. And that really got me kind of interested since I'm obviously in healthcare. I love cannabis from the past for what how I used it recreationally. And then I'm seeing now that there's a benefit for it medicinally. And then I got into it and came up with my own line because I wanted to make sure that the purity was right. Because if I'm going to take it, it's got to be clean. I mean, that's the whole thing I teach. In fact, I'm doing a detox workshop tomorrow night. And part of the detox thing is you don't want to retox and get, continue to. So we all know about eating organic stuff, but there's other things, you know, that are that can affect. And one of the things I need to find out about cannabis is the level of oxalates in it and lectins i don't know that those levels i don't know if that's even been studied but again if you're on your deathbed with cancer or you've got pre-alzheimer's or something i don't think the, the, the small amount of oxalates or lectins are going to be uh, that big of a challenge to you yeah so let's talk specific about your line so you have all these different products in all different forms 
I believe you when you say that you want it to be clean because that is your entire lifestyle. You are very much health conscious, health conscious about what goes into your body, which I think a lot of people pick and choose what they want to do. But I would say you're exceptional example of full circle health. Yeah, I'm kind of hardcore about that stuff. Number one, the reason I am that way is because part of it, it's a big part surfing. Surfing is a huge part of my life not only from a physical standpoint, but a spiritual and mental as well. But surfing is one of those sports that you you have to be in shape to do, is what I'm saying. You can't go out there if you're not in shape because you'll drown. And, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I'm still at 64 years old surfing pretty good sized waves, you know, 20 foot range. I'm not going out in huge Puerto Escondido anymore, but because I don't want to fight detonate my body anymore i just can't take it as you get older but then again i also work out and eat right so that i can sustain my capacity to surf at that level and so it's it's like it's out of necessity and then i know a lot of chiropractors as they get older they start falling apart you got to like train for life like you're a professional athlete and i and to do whatever you're doing because you you can only do your whatever you're calling is in life whether it's singing or musician or sports star or you know you work in an office you the better shape you are the better you're going to be able to do your whatever your job i hate to use the word job because i don't work a job like your passion it's my passion yeah Yeah. so i mean and being chiropractic is a very very physically demanding job especially if you see a lot of patients in a day or a week or whatever Uh, you've got to be in shape and a lot of chiropractors that don't take care of themselves not only from a physical standpoint, but also chemically, you have a tendency to have disability as a result of doing their job. And I've seen, I know a lot of friends that, that can't practice anymore because their shoulders are out or their frigging wrists are hurt or their elbows or their back or whatever. And I don't want to be part of it. I want to be able to do what I do, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I love what I do. I just love, I mean, this guy's moments, of course. Sure. I won't say what those moments are, but I love that. I think it's amazing that you've taken something that you are passionate about and you've incorporated into all your other passions and kind of made it like a puzzle piece into your life. And the CBD line, you know, hopefully people listening to this podcast will have a better idea of, you know, its uses and what it can help with and kind of get that stigma out that it's yeah. not bad for you if you're responsibly using it, I guess. Right. And then again, if you're, if you're not into the psychoactive effects, all the products that we have are non Psychoactive, right? So, yeah, so. right, yeah, and that and that's amazing. So for and anyone, let me, let me let me also mention the fact I mentioned the suppositories. We have suppositories that I can sell legally, and then they have suppositories that I can't sell legally. So I just have you contact somebody that can sell them legally, which is kind of sad that we have to go to those extremes still in this day and age. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. And why is that? Because because the levels of THC in it are, are go over that 03 percent. Oh, got you. So mm-hmm. it's not legal for me to sell it anymore. And why, as like a healthcare practitioner, or just no? You would have to go through somewhere like like a dispensary. A dispensary. Yeah. 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 Versus like your office or right. what you have here. Right. Which is, I mean, it's the way the system is. I'm yep. not gonna, I mean, it's the way it is. So right. I'm not fighting. So for those listening who are on the fence, what would be the advice or what would you tell them about CBD products that might change their mind? Well, it depends on what they're looking for, number one. I don't want to make it too scientific, but most people today understand heart rate variability, sympathetic versus parasympathetic, 
I almost in my and this is not this is my not my opinion. This is based on research that what CBD does and CBG and CBN and all the other phytocannabinoids and THC. Typically, what they will do is take a person that's sympathetic dominant and lower that sympathetic dominance to a more parasympathetic state. So, in sympathetic dominance, just to, which is fight or flight, puts people in more of a state of anxiety, insomnia, digestive issues, brain fog. So, the other thing that I really get people to understand too is that cannabis products really are probably the best product on the planet to lower inflammation. And we know 85% of disease that people get is because they're in a pro-inflammatory state so we can minimize inflammation and we can balance the endocannabinoid system and move them from sympathetic into a more parasympathetic state. We're pushing the body into a more healthy, health-productive state. There's a lot of other things that happens that happen too that we don't need to get in, but those are the two main reasons why you would take CBD, in my opinion, I take it every day mm-hmm. uh, before bed, you know, maybe 30 minutes before I go to bed, put some sublingual. I do the really toxic stuff, not toxic stuff. They're really strong. Strong. Yep. Strong. But it tastes, it's, it's got a, it tastes strong. <laughs> so it's not for everybody. Uh, but then we also have a new sleep former that we're working on right now that has 3% melatonin in it. And it's got some CBN, CBG and no THC. And if you need a THC, you could just go somewhere and get some gummies that have THC in it. Mm-hmm. And start slow with gummies, as I always tell people, you know, because nothing worse than being on a bad trip. I've heard that. I've heard how unpredictable gummies are. Yeah. And with dosages and even as a matter of taking one one time versus two and then knowing you could handle the two before so you take two again and then it's totally different. <laughs> yeah, I think that has to do with probably product uh, yeah. reliability is more than anything. Sure. So we talked a little bit about, you know, why why we need it in our bodies, but how exactly does CBD work? So it decreases inflammation, but how does it work in our bodies? Okay, so you have CB cannabinoid receptors in the body, okay? And we know about the CB1 receptors, which is mostly with more brain stuff, like your perception of pain. And then we have the CB2 receptors, which is going to be more immune stuff so and then again there's discovering and there's probably multitudes of cannabinoid receptors in the body and the thing is like you said from over farming lack of proper nutrition increased stress toxicity on the planet we have a phytocannabinoid deficiency so this system when it's out of balance will contribute to pushing us more into a pro-inflammatory state and also into a state of synthetic dominance so by taking the phytocannabinoids you're balancing your own endocannabinoids like the 2-AG and, and here's another thing I, I try to stress people understand that in, in mother's milk breast milk there are endocannabinoids there's an anamide 2-AG that the baby's ingesting that's how safe it is for moms pregnant moms and, and, you know, you don't want it to be doing probably THC, but you would do the other less non-psychoactive uh, mm-hmm. phytocannabinoids in that case. Interesting. This is this has been great. And um, I know before we end, I know there's lots of information out there. So... 
Do you have any book recommendations? Anywhere that people can go to read, learn more if they have any questions? Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge reader. That's what I do. I don't go and watch TV. I put at least an hour of reading every night. It's one of my biggest passions in life is reading. So many books, so little time. Same. Uh, there's a <laughs> lot of books that I have, but the one that I feel is like most comprehensive, super easy to read is Bonnie Goldstein's book. It's called Cannabis Revealed. Uh, and there's so many other books. And it's How the World's Most Misunderstood Plant is Healing and Everything from Chronic Pain to Epilepsy. Great book. There's also tons of other books that I have. Cannabis Pharmacy, Cannabis and Terpene. We didn't talk about terpenes either. What's uh, that? Terpenes. You like with essential oils. Oh, yes. So cannabis has multiple essential oils. That's what gives it its piney smell or skunky smell or whatever it is. It's a balance of those so we all know that we don't know we all we don't all know that, but a lot of us know that we use I use essentials essential oils every day to help chill me out. I'll do serenity. I do uh, Roman chamomile to relax myself. I do vetiver to ground myself. I do frankincense for my brain. So I, I'm really big on those. But m what most people understand is that those are terpenes or chem they're oils in the plant that have the same health benefits that, that you would get from say kind of doTERRA product or essential oil. Yeah, interesting. And so CBD has that as well. Well, cannabis does, not CBD. Oh, CBD yeah. CBD is the one molecule in the cannabis plant, okay? Yes. It's that... a whole plant. And that's the other thing I want people to understand. It's not just the CBD molecule. And when, when, we, when we get to think like, that's how medicine thinks. They think that, oh, it's this chemical that gives this response. And that's why you'll see people that will just take CBD product and not get the benefit. The plant was put together by God to have this synergistic effect, which we call the entourage effect in, in cannabis philosophy, that the terpenes and the bioflavonoids and the enzymes in the plant and all the endocannabinoids all have a they all work together to give the results that it gets. So tr from, by trying to isolate just one molecule, it doesn't make any sense to me because God gave it to us in a perfect package. And the other thing that people need to understand is, and that's what's good about that book you asked me, is there's different strains of cannabis that have varying levels of these terpenes, THC and CBD and CBNs and CBGs. And that's what makes this whole kind of science kind of like a wide, wide, wild west. There's so much much research to be done on the different ratios of different phytocannabinoids in the planet and the different ratios of terpenes and bioflavonoids that all give it its effects. So it's just, it's kind of an interesting time to be in this field because there's just, everything keeps opening up and there's more that we learn. And I think the more that we learn, the more it just creates more questions. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's true. Yeah, absolutely. The more we learn, the more questions we start having right, and right. you don't know what you don't know. So I'm glad I'm I'm glad actually we touched on that because I think a lot of people too don't realize that CBD is a derivative of that. They right. just, just think they just think molecule. oh it's you know it's weed or it's marijuana or right. it's cannabis right. Right. or whatever no, you want to call THC, it. THC the psycho is another molecule within that, but there's. 480 on average 480 different molecules that have effects on human health within the cannabis plant that's wow. why you know you see all of these wide ranges of things that it, it can help that's incredible and now thankfully more and more states are i mean sure it's it's controlled a little bit and taxed like no other <laughs> but you know more and more states 
are starting to legalize it. Which... Yeah, it's about time. I even thought that as a kid. I, you know, my mom would give me a hard time. I was a 4.0 student in college. I studied my ass off. I would get high and do physics and chemistry. And my mom used to think I was possessed by the devil. But as she's <laughs> puffing on a cigarette, drinking a vodka soda, you know, it's just like I never understood. I mean, I knew how horrifically effed up you could get off alcohol. You don't get that way from cannabis. I never understood why this was ill, why cannabis was illegal, but alcohol was. It's right. or cigarettes or a lot of these other things that people ingest that are like food. Look at the crap that people eat. You know, if you're going to make one thing illegal, you should make all this other crap that kills you way, 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 way faster and has mm-hmm. more detrimental health side effects than cannabis ever had so Mm -hmm. i never understood the dichotomy between the two so right well i mean i think i understood i i I was just gonna say that that goes that goes straight into something good for you right something good for you right versus other things that lead you down the path of medications and surgeries and illness and sickness in which is a profit in the United States and, and all over the world so why would we make a big hype about this thing that gets you healthy versus the thing that's going to put you down the path we want you to go to anyways. Right. (laughs) Right. So yeah. Well, this has been amazing. And thank you for the book recommendations. I'll link them below on the podcast. And also for all my listeners too, Dr. Billy DeMoss, he has a website. It's N8, right? That's your product line. I will make sure to link all of that information below so that you can have access to that. And, you know, there's always promotions and deals and sales and different stuff going on. Yeah, just to, when you go there, you got to put n8hemp.com. n8hemp.com. A, we, have, we now have some copycat companies out there. So I'll be These sure people. to link all the information to this podcast. And also I'll put it out on Instagram so that you know exactly where to go because we don't want you going somewhere else. This is super clean, clean product line. And I'm, I'm excited. I was excited to talk about the benefits and hopefully educate the listeners a little bit on the differences and why they should take it. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. You and I could keep talking for days. I know. It's true. (laughs) Be on lookout. More podcasts to come. Dr. Billy DeMoss is amazing. He has several other things that he has networked into his passion and profession. And I'll be excited to talk about those things as well. So stay tuned. Rock and roll.